Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and Hello. <laughs> Hello. Such hesitation. I was like, uh, hello. You got nervous? Yeah. You had stage fright? Remember that time we first recorded? No. Oh, I do. Were we nervous? We were nervous. We, we just didn't know how to, like, do we look at each other? Do we look at the mic? Yeah. What if we just looked at the mic the whole time? That'd be so weird. Let's try. In case you wanted to know, we looked at e- we look at each other. Regularly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to our podcast. I'm sure you missed us. You did. I actually know you did. Yeah. Um, we should do the thing like they do on TikTok <laughs> where they get the mics, like how they sit in chairs and they have mics. Oh, so you think we have a budget? I mean, we both have jobs <laughs> for the podcast. A budget we, for the. We podcast. should start budgeting for the podcast. We probably should. I do like that though, like what? a whole studio set up and you hold the mic. Yeah, I'm sure we would sound so much more clear. We could get the. We, actually, we probably would. Wait a minute, we, we already have two mics too. I forgot. Remember, we, we accidentally do. already did this. Uh, we can figure out the logistics later. All right, thanks for being here for this brainstorm sesh, guys. Yeah, really didn't mean to have that. Haley, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Okay, we're just way past the like catch-up phase of like telling them how we are. No, they're they don't care. That yeah, much. they don't. Care. I actually hate whenever. Podcasters, podcasters do, do that. that i also hate because that. i don't know them i don't i don't <laughs> care like i literally don't care i care because it's you i don't care because we're podcasters though right yeah okay um well in that case we will never ask each other how we are unless now. i'm actually like invested in a podcast then i care like i care how karen Tavarif is I think I only care if there's something interesting to say. I don't I don't care when they're like, well, I had a long day at work. Okay, that's like, true. <laughs> literally shut up. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I also, this is me doing this, but I hate when I'm watching like an influencer and their intro is like a whole minute before they start talking about the product. Which is basically what we do every single time we do a hot take. Oh, no, not like that because it's like semi-entertaining. I'm saying oh. just like they're dilly-dallying talking about their day. Like I literally hope they had a good day, but like I don't care. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't care what you had at Target. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, little stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not mean, I swear. Um, no, she's, she's actually... I literally don't care. She's rude. Um, anyways, the hot take for today is if you could go back to your childhood and pick up a hobby, like a talent, a hobby, something that you could like... I guess you can't pick up a talent. You're just kind of boring. <laughs> or I guess you can work toward a talent. Yeah. But if you, like, could pick up a hobby or something that you would be good at now, would it be, like, a sport, an instrument, uh, a, a weird, like, yodel type thing? There's yodelers would, in the world. Like, they had to start. How, when did they start? When did they, When do you start yodeling? Do you start at four? Or, like, I saw this TikTok of a guy, and he had a backpack on with, like, literally every single instrument. Mm. And... 
<laughs> at one point I was just thinking like, when did he start practicing for this? Did you know that I took guitar classes for three years and I literally cannot play more than two chords? <laughs> what? You didn't know that? No. My guitar, my guitar, <laughs> my guitar instructor's name was Paul. And here's the thing. I'm bad at, I'm better at it now, but I like for a very long time would like not do things if I knew ahead of time I wasn't going to be good at them. Which like is pretty much every Everything, instrument. Which is why I've never been good at anything because I refuse <laughs> to practice it because I'm mortified. Like, why do you think I can't dance? Yeah. Because I'm not going to what? Look in the mirror and like Dougie? <laughs> like, <I'm> not- <laughs> I would pay a million dollars for you to look in the mirror and Dougie and record it. Like I'm not You practicing. would go viral. It's just the fact like if I'm not good at it, I'm not going to start doing it. So like I'm just never going to get any better. But anyways, I'm better at it. I'm better at certain things like that now. Okay. Um, like what? I've like gotten over my ego where I'm like longboarding. I could okay. not do that. Yeah. And then okay. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to have to like fall and look stupid a couple of times. And sure. then I did. Yeah. And I landed straight and, on my back. And what did you do? You got back up. And then, <laughs> and then I got back up. And then you got back up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, guys, this is a story of overcoming. And um, what was I actually going to say though? What was the point? I've never overcome anything. Oh, okay. My... <laughs> I've actually, I've actually, what's the opposite of overcoming? Uh, undercoming? <laughs> I almost said undergoing. <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of true. Okay, anyways. Stupid. Stupid. Everything's stupid. Turn it off. Turn off the mic. Um. Oh, my gosh. Oh, guitar. Okay, so <laughs> I did guitar, and then I would be embarrassed if I knew. Like, if I did, like, a, and it just sounded way off like that, for uh-huh. example. That was a strum, in case you, you guys <laughs> couldn't see my gesture. Yeah. But it was a strum. If it was way off, I would just start talking I was like oh do you want to hear about my day and he'd be like what so eventually we like would just make he had like a where he would draw the chords like on like a piece of uh like an easel paper he'd like flip it over where he would like write stuff yeah and uh we would literally like draw a planet that I lived on like stupid stuff and we would just like bullshit for 30 minutes (laughs) and I literally was like my mom is making me come here because she (laughs) says I need to do something And so I'm here. Can we just like bullshit? And my mom knew I'd do that. She'd be like, what'd you learn today? And I'd be like, we practiced one chord. And then I just told him about planet the girl. Like, yeah, the girl I can't stand and how I would rather be on this planet that we made. And I, it was called um, Ritalin, which I learned later was an ADHD <laughs> medicine. So you just came up with that or you heard no, it? No, he called it that. Oh. As like oh. a joke. And then I remember telling my mom that and she was like hysterically laughing. And I was like, what? And she was like, Haley, that's literally like meds. Like he's saying you need to be on meds. Oh my God. But it was like, I would purposely go in to play a character. Like we were like me and me and Paul were pals. So would you go back and like (laughs) (laughs) trying to redirect you back to the question? (laughs) Clearly I didn't need ADHD meds. Um, I, okay. No, I would not go back and learn guitar because you know, it did whatever. I don't care that much. Um, Sudoku. I, (laughs) I would get sick. At Sudoku. Um, no, I would, I think I would keep up with Spanish because I was actually oh. good for a hot second in Spanish and I would use it now. But now I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't practiced it Say for I'm sorry. years. Um, Lo siento. <laughs> Say it. It took a minute. Oh, what's bathroom? El baño. <laughs> See, I get like random vocab words. Yeah, you but, just can't string an actual sentence yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And I would really benefit from it now. So I wish I would have stuck with that for yeah. a hot second. Okay, that's a good one. Mine would be piano. I love piano. Are you good at it? I took piano when I was younger because I don't know why every parent forces their kid to do some (laughs) sort of instrument when they're little. But my mom had me 
take piano lessons. And my, I quit because my teacher was like mean. She was just like an old, bitter, like mean lady. <laughs> she just didn't want you and there. The thing is, is like she went to our church and my mom didn't even like her. Oh, why'd she have to I go? think it was just like the only option that my mom knew of. So she oh. had us go, me and my sister. Uh, my sister still can kind of play. But she I, literally said, I'm taking you to the Wicked Witch's house for your lessons. Yeah. You I'm going to torture you. That's mean. Yeah. But I would stick with it because I just, how cool would it be to come home after a day? <laughs> you you shower, you eat your dinner, and then you just play piano. There was this. That's is like a, so cool. This to is me. a random, this is a funny story. I promise it's short. We were secretly, our first year of college, would we would drink like secretly and we were like weren't allowed to so it was me and like a couple of friends that would like run off and be what we thought was like scandalous we ended up at this random house party in lakeland god knows where it could have possibly been i have no idea actually it was probably not even in lakeland it's a halloween party we end up there with a bunch of people we don't know and it's like three girls that you would probably know that's like terrifying that's to me. there was one i remember we could not find our one friend for like a solid 30 <gasps> minutes and so we're running around and we're like where is she and we had drank like a four logo so that's how you know it was our freshman year of college we Ooh, were like yeah. yeah like sick to our stomachs like on sugar we're running around trying to find her we hear the piano we're like wait a minute she plays piano doesn't she we go into this house and meanwhile, like this kid's parents are here. Like that's where we are. Like, I have no idea what's going on. So we are, we're, we're walking around trying to find the piano and we go in this living room. There's 30 people we don't know that have their arms around her and that she's playing someone like you by Adele no. on the piano and everyone's singing. And we walk in and there's all these people and they all have their arms around each other and they're singing someone like you by Adele. And she's just playing like, like fervently, like just That's going for it. That's a good ending to a story of not being able to find somebody at a yeah, party. You find them just singing Adele. My sister was at a bachelorette party. This is <laughs> crazy. She was at a bachelorette party. It was like quite literally a couple nights before her wedding. Okay. And oh, no. They couldn't find her. No. And they were like, where the heck did she disappear to? No. So they're calling her, texting her. They're going bar to bar from like <gasps> literally everywhere that they went. They cannot find her. No. Well, later they find out that she uh, ran into a guy that she used to kind of talk to and know. She went home with the guy. No. Literally went home with the guy. They were freaking out for 12 hours trying to find this girl. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Same girl that uh, went to a wedding uh like a couple days after she got married mm-hmm. um she ended up getting married yeah, yeah, yeah she didn't tell him that she spent the night at another man's house and probably did the deed mm-hmm. <laughs> the deed oh my god um and she went to a wedding like a, a week or two later after the wet after her own wedding right mm-hmm. she hooked up with this random guy no didn't know him no literally never met him in his life no got pregnant the mm-hmm. husband thought it was his no didn't tell him for a year what that it could potentially be someone else's kid that man loved that baby like his own he was <gasps> crushed crushed how horrible to and your sister trip. was in this wedding uh no she wasn't in it but she went to the bachelor party bachelorette party but yes craziness i am i am devastated for them wait so then no they're i'm assuming not together anymore no they divorced and then the dad really didn't want to be in the daughter's life, the real dad, because he was just a random, yeah. he was like a business guy who lived in like Wyoming or something random. And then she ended up getting married to this other guy like a couple years ago and they got divorced. And now she's like, she's my sister's age. So she's like 30, 31. And she's literally posting like out at the club every weekend. And she's, she's kit. She's got two divorces, 
a kid with a random and she's just living her best life out in the club. Is it her best life? That, I doubt her daughter agrees with that. that portion is debatable mm-hmm. for sure. The word best. There. The word best life. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so for your friend to be singing um, so, yeah. found, first of all, and then singing Adele, that's a sunny ending compared to Adele. it was. It's a lot better than, I don't know, other stories I've heard <laughs> um, as of, you know, today. So right, right, right. Anyway, across the board. I don't know why I shared that, but here we go with today's topic. Haley says she has a little bit of a shorter one, but it is um, none other than murder. Well, it's technically not murder. Oh. It's technically missing. Oh. As far as we know. So we have another unsolved case <gasps> that stresses me out to the 10th degree, pun intended. This is the missing persons case of Asia Degree. Oh. Yeah. So um, this is this one is like shorter because there's not a ton of information. There's some theories. So we're going to like brainstorm a couple of options here of what sure. we think is going on here. Um, so this is the lovely story of Aisha Degree who disappears whenever she is nine years old. She is the sweetest little angel baby that you've ever seen. Oh. Um, but I, this story is really interesting because a lot of times there's like a misrepresentation of the intentions of black crime victims so that kind of like comes mm. into play here because Asia is black so you'll kind of see where i'm going with that in a second mm. so um background Asia's parents they get married in 1988 they have their son o'brien and then the next year they have Asia, like right after in 1990 so they live in a rural area that's um shelby north carolina and they live like right off of a highway so it's like pretty secluded area um their parents are aquila and harold and they basically are like they're pretty it's a pretty strict home like it's they're usually very um i can't think of another word besides strict they're they they limit their kids like internet access and granted it's like very early in the 90s so like clearly it's not that it's not super common anyways but they are trained to have like computers at home and things like that but the kids aren't allowed to have access to internet at mm-hmm. home at all um because their parents are very cautious of like kids getting lured at that time because it's like the internet's new so that's super common oh right um yeah so um apparently there is a time though there is a chunk of time during the day where the kids are left home alone while their parents are getting home from work so they're kind of like latchkey kids but only for like a certain like two or three hours they have to get their homework done a lot can happen in two or three hours it's true um Okay, so it's February 14th, 2000. It's actually the uh, their parents' wedding anniversary, and it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So Aisha's nine, brother is 10, um, and they both share a room. Okay. So um, her dad, Harold, works two jobs, and he's working the night shift that night, and so he gets home um, a little bit later. Her mom uh, puts the kids down to bed around 8.30 p.m., and so she puts them to bed in the same room, uh, and then right shortly after that, there's a thunderstorm and there's a power outage. Oh. So her father comes home around 11.30 p.m. Everybody is in bed and the power had just come back on like around that time, whenever he gets back. He checks on both of the kids. He sees that they're both asleep whenever he gets in there. And he isn't tired yet. He's still like a little bit wired from work. So he goes into the living room to watch TV. And he goes, oh, I just choked. I thought you were going to cry. <laughs> he, I just start weeping. He goes to bed around uh, 2 o'clock, 2.30, around that time. 
So there are reports that say that he decided to go and check on the kids again. And then some say that he didn't. That, okay. So there's like some conflicting time there. But regardless, he goes to sleep at around 2.30 at the latest. So at some point between 2.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m., Aisha Degree, who's nine years old, gets up, packs a backpack full of clothes, and just walks out the front door of her house in a thunderstorm. What? And it's the last time she's ever seen. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, the anxiety I mm-hmm. have I knew about this a little baby girl packing up things in the middle of the night. <laughs> she can reach the door handle and unlock the door. What do you do? What do you? What I do never you do? thought about that. That your kid could sleep? Yeah, like, I just was so scared as a little kid of, like, the dark that I never, like, that thought would have never crossed my mind. Well, here's the thing. So is Aisha. Aisha's terrified of the dark. She's, like, a scared kid. She's not, like, a super, like, bull, I'm going to do whatever I want, like, reckless kid. She's nine. But the thought of, like, being anywhere without my parents Mm -hmm. when I was little was, like, so frightening. So why the heck would I go outside? Well, everyone is saying the exact same things about Aisha. So they're all like, there's no way. She must have been kidnapped at first. Uh, but we'll get into that. So the next morning, Aisha's mom um, wakes the kids up. She goes to get them ready for a bath. She wakes up at 5.30 a.m. She gets ready herself, and then she goes to wake them up at 6. But Aisha's not there. So she goes to her husband, and she says, hey, go across the street, because that's where her mother-in-law lives, and see if Aisha maybe, like – uncharacteristically like got up and went over to her grandma's house or something. Um, but they go over and they haven't heard from Aisha. So um, Aisha's brother then says that he remembered hearing Aisha tossing and turning in the middle of the night. And he figured she was just restless and like, didn't think much of it, but he remembers her like up and moving a little bit, but he didn't recall like seeing anything out of the ordinary. So at 6 40 AM, the police are called and their family creates their own search party immediately. They have a really close family around. And so they're like, okay, yeah, we, this is like very out of character and she's nine. We're not talking about a teenager. Like, yeah, you know, so immediately they have a search party and a missing persons report is on TV. So two calls come in saying that they have seen a young black girl walking along the highway by herself around 4 AM. What? Mm-hmm. Now, here's what every podcast – I listen to, like, three separate podcasts on this. Why would you not call the police? Why? If you saw a little girl on the highway, yeah. At 4 a.m. And some people were saying, like, oh, maybe they thought it was, like, a small woman. (laughs) A (laughs) nine-year-old? Yeah, like, what? The smallest woman? (laughs) Literally the smallest woman that's ever existed. Another driver said that he was really thrown off, so he turned around and he tried to, like, pull up and speak to her, but it scared her which makes sense. And there's like woods next to the, um, there's like a tree lining there and she ran into the tree lining. But Why even then he called the police, call the police. Like, like you have a little kid. Weird. That's weird. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. And she won't talk to you. And she ran to the trees. Like, yeah, something's up. She's weird. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's weird. Not weird. That's she's weird. a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. when they investigate, they find out that Asia had packed a bag that night. There's no signs of fourth century at the house. So they know that some, no one like snuck through a window. They think that Asia just walked away out of her house in the middle of a thunderstorm at night, like nine years old walked. and was walking down the highway. No, night. Well, we'll, we'll get there. So question, obviously, why? Doesn't make any sense. So immediately they're like, what's her home life like? Is she like trying to run from something? Yeah. Their family, like I said, is known for being a little bit overprotective, um, strict, but they're very family oriented. They're really involved in their church. They're by all accounts a very normal family. Asia is involved in basketball at school. She has a lot of friends, 
Plus their whole family lives in the area. They're all close. So it's not like her life is falling apart in a normal sense that anybody sure. can really tell. Um, and nothing that like, came out about them later, like that they were secretly abusive or anything right. like that. February 17th, the police are searching the area. They find candy wrappers, a Mickey Mouse hair bow, a pen and a pencil in a shed that's along the woods where Aisha would have been. So her parents confirm that that stuff is hers. So it's confirmed that she's there, but that she was there, but she, there's no body there. And like, mm-hmm. clearly that's all they have to go off of. So it's August, 2001. It's over a year later. Her book bag is found outside of a construction site. Hmm. It's wrapped in two trash bags. Hmm. Exactly. So it's not like she just left it. It's wrapped meticulously in two trash bags. It's carefully buried like it needed to be found in pristine condition. If you're just trying to bury it to get rid of the evidence, you're just burying burying it without any covering. Exactly. Like what? So because if – okay, whatever. Anyways, several sets of – there's several sets of clothes inside of it, pictures of her family – and her basketball uniform. If you're running away as a nine-year-old, that's exactly what you're packing. Yeah, for sure. You're put. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna miss my family. Here's a picture of them. Like, like I'm guaranteed, I packed that in my basketball bag. team. So. Did you ever try to run away as a kid? I did. <laughs> I feel like everyone did. I ran yeah, away too. I ran to my neighbor's house though. I got very scared, but I did pack a small suitcase. <laughs> very small. <laughs> it was. You didn't need a lot. I knew I was gonna be back the next day. <laughs> First of all, they. I just need them. To remember that they need me around here. Yeah, I just needed like like an hour break from my family, <laughs> and then I was like running back home. If you guys would give me any damn privacy around here, I would not <laughs> have to run away. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I ran away um, a couple. I actually remember one time my mom just being on the phone, and I think I just needed some attention or something, and I packed my shit up. I said, "I'm out of here," <laughs> and I had it. At, part of it was in a baby carriage. Did I made it, my sister come with me for half the walk, but then she got tired, so she it, turned around. Did it work? Did you get attention? No. She literally. My mom's on the phone. She said, "Okay, see ya." And I walked out with my stuff. I had a, it was a Sesame Street bag. I still remember it. And I walked to the edge of the driveway and I kept turning around to see if she was looking in the window and she wasn't. Oh, <laughs> I know. Right. It's actually, wait a minute. Is this dramatic? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. So moving on back to Asia, May of 2016. Do you hear the time lapse? <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, that's literally all that happens that they, they find that bag a year later in 2001. I have so many questions. Did she get, I wish she 10 and then thought like I should preserve the backpack for, I should leave it here. It's a thought. And then like let them I'll, know I'm alive. No, not even like that. Just like, Oh, I'm going to need this later. I'll come back to get this from like my secret fort in like the middle of the potentially, woods. but that still doesn't answer where she was going. Yeah. Like, no, was she on the run? Did she join the carnival for a year? Right. No, I'm just saying like, was it her that wrapped it or was it like some freakazoid? I don't know. Freakazoid. So, May of 2016, the FBI asked the public randomly to look for the car that several people saw that day. So, apparently, they had been holding on to this information and then just randomly brought it out. I'm not remembering any car from 16 years no. before. Like, what no. are you talking about? So, they don't know why the police did this, if they just had, like, random information or what was going on. Um, but they think that, you know, people may have just all come forward around that time. No one really knows. Um, but then the thing is... Even if they do say, like, oh, yeah, I saw that car. That person might not have that car anymore. Like, we can't say, oh, yeah. we'll look up everybody that owns this, you know, 1990 gold car or whatever. Like, that that person doesn't have that car anymore. I love when you give, like, 
an example, but you don't really have like a full example. A 1990 gold, gold car? <laughs> like no know. maker model. I, well, <laughs> I was actually going to, I actually thought they're getting a little bit advantageous there and just naming like a something, but it was going to be something like way off. I know that. I was going Chevy Impala. I don't even know that's a car. Yeah. It is, but like I know a Chevy and an Impala is. I don't know if they're together. The, a tame Impala. That's <laughs> a, I would have said that. The um, less I know, the better. Yeah, no, it's be, it's a gold car because nobody can come for me. For no, that. that's a tame Impala song. What? The the less I know, the better. Oh no, it's just how I live my life. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> that I too. Think, that too. I think you're talking about my slogan for how I function. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So, um, theories. Let's run through a few, shall we? Well, I just said one. What? She put the bag in there. Uh, I actually don't even know if that's technically a, a real theory. So <laughs> it's um, not. But it is now. Thank you for that. I'll tell the police in Shelby, North Carolina. Thank you. Um, okay, number one. This one I don't buy for a second. I'm going to say that now before I say it so you don't think I'm ridiculous. Aisha was on the basketball team at her school. She had lost a game a few days prior. <laughs> Aisha apparently was really upset about it. All the kids were crying. Like, I guess it was a big game or they're nine. I don't know. <laughs> like, it did, whatever. She apparently uh, had, like, felt like it was her fault. I guess she missed a basket or something. I don't know. And she wanted to run. They think maybe she wanted to run away. But there's nothing to corroborate that. Her parents didn't report her being upset, upset in the days after. So mm -hmm. not much to go off of there. Have you ever just been really upset after a game that you felt like you lost, though? It is quite devastating when you're little. Um, are you talking about a game I played in or a game that I watched? Oh, played in. Oh, I was going to say not played in, but regularly as an adult. Do I want to run away when the Steelers lose? Yes. Okay, no. That doesn't work because you had no control. Like, you quite literally That's. Uh, but here's, here's the difference. I think I did have some sort of no, control. No, you, you don't. No, but, like, I know that that's true, but at the same but time. But have you ever played a game that you've. No. Oh. Well, because I always knew I was bad. I just wanted to go home. I was okay. like, oh, my God, if this basketball game doesn't end. I used to – my dad still makes fun of me to this day because I, I was too polite to play, like, sports. <laughs> I would hand them – I'd, like, be like, oh, my God, you had it first. I'm sorry. And my dad was like, no, you can't do that. Oh, I was, like, definitely the opposite. I was opposite whenever we played powder puff football. Then I was, I was like, out for blood. I was very aggressive. No, but I also was just, like, a spaz. Like, I just was, like, is that a, is that a derogatory no, term? No, I – no. Just, like, spastic is what I'm, Okay. Yeah. Because, I just haven't heard anybody say that in years. Well, my basketball coach used to call me a spaz. Cause, <laughs> no. I, maybe I thought it was like a wrong thing to say because my mom said that he shouldn't call me that. Maybe it is bad. I don't know. I okay, don't think so. If it's bad, please tell us. I am definitely open <laughs> to correction, but for now, I'm not going to say the word. <laughs> You're like, I'm not insensitive. I'm just ignorant. So I don't know what's yeah, going on. Educate me. But um, I remember being devastated after certain games. And really? Just being like so upset that we lost. And then it wore off. Yeah, it wears off. Yeah. And then a few days after, if you're okay, chances are you probably are. Yeah, okay. and then you're just excited to like try again. Yeah, it's fine. Like you'll, you'll be okay. So I doubt it was that one. Second one. Um, I also don't believe this one. She ran away because she was unhappy. She wanted a new life. But yeah. remember, she's... Nine. So doubtful of that. Um, it doesn't explain why her backpack is buried. No. Clearly, either she did that or someone else did that. Right. And it had all of her stuff in it, is the thing. So why would you bury your backpack with all your stuff in it? I don't, I don't know. You like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, she would have taken her stuff with her, like I said. Um, 
and yeah, it just, yeah, it does not up. That's all there is to that one, really, if you ask me. Sure. Um, third one. She ran away for a short time, but then was met with foul play. So for some reason, she wanted to run away. They were reading a book in school at the time about a kid who ran away and started all these adventures and then came back home. So Ooh. they think that maybe she wanted to do that. And she's young enough that that was like good magical inspired. thinking. Yeah. So that feels slightly plausible because it's it's cleared. It's because then she walked out alone. And then she met someone along that highway who just saw the opportunity, I guess. What a weird thing. Mm-hmm. You're just driving along the highway. You see a little girl and you think, huh, I'm going to ruin this kid's life. Yeah. You would think that there would be more people that would be the opposite that would say, oh, I should probably call somebody to help. But instead they met the one dick the in one... Shelby, North Carolina that said, I'm going to kill this nine-year-old. Yeah. Like that's terrifying. That feels that thought process as a normal functioning human yeah. just doesn't sound well. Then here's the that's the part that kind of throws me is that feels random that that happened. Yeah. So like, then there's the fourth thoughts? option, which I think is probably the most plausible. Though I don't have any. Uh, I mean, granted, no one has any real evidence. Sure. To, like, so here's the thought: she was groomed by an adult in her life, who told her to meet them at a certain location. Because she didn't pack any winter clothes. They're thinking, and it is February, they're thinking maybe she was told she was going to go somewhere warm, like Disney or something. Mm. Okay. But she's also nine, so maybe she wasn't thinking that. I don't know. She also left in the middle of a storm. Even if you were planning, like, I'm going to run away to start these adventures like this book, wouldn't you postpone it if you were like, oh, it's storming, I'll just run away tomorrow? Yeah. Like. You'd think. You would think, right? So, um, she would probably have to have a plan. Otherwise, why would you leave in the middle of the night knowing that you had nowhere to go? Probably (laughs) not. Um, the only thing that makes me skeptical of this is that when the motorist pulled over to talk to her, she did get scared. Like she wasn't expecting anyone or maybe she knew the car, which people were thinking maybe she knew the person that she was supposed to be meeting. Um, like somebody at her church or a family member or something along those lines. It always is someone you know. Exactly. It's very common. And to be groomed, but granted, grooming opportunities of a random on the internet are probably kind of slim because she's young. She probably can't communicate like over what, like a chat box or something. No. Like she can't, she can barely spell, (laughs) you know, like probably not. But I'm thinking it's more than likely maybe somebody from her church or something. When you're nine, you can definitely spell barely spell yeah you're right you can my nephew's eight yeah but he's a genius oh yeah but he he was spelling a long time ago okay fine you can spell but you're probably not chatting on aol so um the dogs after that are never able dogs are never able to pick up the scent after that and that is quite literally all that we know about ancient degree, her body was never found. Um, her mom said recently um, at the 20 year anniversary of her oh. going missing, um, after 20 years, I still believe that my daughter is alive. I do not believe wow. that she is dead. And I know someone knows something. I'm not crazy enough to think that a nine year old can disappear into thin air without somebody knowing something. I think either, these are both dark. Okay. I mean, there's really only dark answers well, here. The only light one would be that she's home and she's not out. Um, I think the third option that we went through is very 
plausible. I mm. think she got inspired by this book, mm-hmm. went out in the middle of the night, just naive little girl, mm-hmm. not just thinking maybe there was a story in the book about a thunderstorm and they were a bunch of little fairies, <laughs> all the little raindrops. Oh, thunderstorm fairies. Yeah. Um, and then she met foul play. Like enough mm-hmm. – uh, it's crazy enough that she was along the highway and normal people – like enough normal people mm-hmm. didn't call the police mm-hmm. that she ran into the one weird one. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You know? And I mean, we did think that with the Mara Murray case too. We thought that. Yeah. So I guess it's not like even even more vulnerable would be yeah. a nine-year-old little black girl. Yeah. That's like, it's, that's very vulnerable, you know? In, yeah. In a thousand different ways. So it's also plausible, I guess, in that respect. Yes. Or... Well, I guess it's still the third option. I think the foul play maybe wasn't murder, but maybe she is, like, locked away in some container in mm-hmm. the backyard. Like, those crazy – or, like, the basement of, like, some random person's mm-hmm. house. Like, those crazy stories that come out. Like, I've been locked in the basement mm-hmm. for 20 years. Oh, my God. And I have five kids. And, like, this person's been keeping me hostage. And I, like, live out of a box. I'm just trying to think of why somebody wrapped that to keep it in pristine condition like that. The like, backpack is yeah, a weird detail. Why is it wrapped? I mean, maybe it's so that if somebody just saw a trash bag, they would throw it away. But the, even that's, like, pretty thought out. It is. Like, so it's it's not her. Like, she wouldn't have done it. So it had to have been – somebody else had to be involved. It couldn't have just been a runaway. Yeah, you'd think that she would come back. Yeah, and after 20 years, I think if she could come back, she would have. Or at least, like, written or something. But no one has done that. That's you know? why I'm thinking maybe she just got taken and she's like somewhere still 20 years later. Just, Ugh. I mean, you hear about those cases that are happening that feel like closed cases, but mm-hmm. then 25 years later, you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, she's 30 years old now. That's just insane. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy to me that there's a missing person mm-hmm. case, like just in general, that's mm-hmm. unsolved and they're just somewhere right mm-hmm. now. Like, they're not dead. They're somewhere. Yep. It's so eerie to It's me. terrifying because you know that at some point, years and years later, people are assuming that you're dead. Right. Yeah. You turn – you vanish. Like, and I, I family tr- gives up, the media. I want to believe that she's uh, – I don't know what I – I mean, like, it's not like I want her to be dead, but I also would not want her to be locked in a basement for that many years. Yeah, which one? But I worse? trust her mom's intuition, though, honestly, if she thinks Weirdly her enough, alive. I feel like I do, too. I feel like moms know. I'm wondering if she, like, was trafficked or something, Um, you know? Yeah. Like, that could be not – like, somebody found her, groomed her, trafficked her. Yeah. I mean – And just – I guess I – you just have no access to the outside world when you're trafficked. You're just mm -hmm. completely subject to – the people trafficking you i mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know enough about and after the details all, yeah. of like in this century like the 20th century of like but what that's spotify why is that doing that uh, <laughs> what kind of playlist you got i going? don't know it's like a weird it's like supposed to be i think it's generating a oh it was generating a oh something for me everything is beeping i'm not sure what's <laughs> going on oh. this is asia degree and then this is what the what she would have looked like at 24 but isn't she so cute yeah 
And I mean, I, I, you can't even look at a nine-year-old and not think like, oh, that little baby. I girl. would think so. But she's really cute. For a lot of like trafficking victims, they wouldn't necessarily be kept under like lock and key, like taken style, like lean yeah. style. But in this case, I would say that would probably be one of the more logical. I mean, granted, it has been so long at this point, maybe not. But I would still think that at some point if she knew she could contact her family and they were still looking for her there would at least be communication if she were like free to be doing things, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know at all. That's, so that's sad. the scary thing about this one is like, she's missing. Like, I don't even know if she's alive or dead. Mm-hmm. I say I, as if this is like my personal thing, like no one's even telling me if she's alive or dead. Like as if I. Oh, there's just to this. so many cases I want solved. <laughs> I I know it's it's extremely upsetting. Yeah, I wonder in our lifetime how many like major cases will have like more mm -hmm. evidence or more technology mm -hmm. or more advancements that we can figure stuff out. That'd be amazing. And didn't what's his name? What's his name? The pregnant woman, husband. Scott Peterson. Scott How did I know that's who you were talking about? I was waiting for you to answer that. Scott Peterson's case, didn't he it just get reopened? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because they like you never know was, yeah. stuff like that to like come back up years mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm also wondering, too, like I would love in my lifetime at some point to like be invested in somebody's missing persons case or something and then like – find out that they were alive or like find yeah. out the actual like what happened to them like if all of a sudden well granted we know john may died so i guess that doesn't count but like even mm -hmm. if right now like we find out that she really even though it would be all, like a terrible disgusting thing to like find out she was kept in a basement this whole time but just like to have been like know about her case and be invested in it and then like that have have it solved yeah have like footage of them taking her out and like being reunited with her family yeah. That would be, like, insanely tragic and heartwarming at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> and for that, I feel like it would – I don't know. I don't I don't want that girl to be stuck in a basement somewhere. I really don't, <laughs> in case that needs to be said. But craziness, right? I know. Which, to you personally, now, obviously, this is not either of our reality, and we have the luxury of just playing hypothetical here, mm -hmm. like – these are people's realities, which is horrible. But to you, what would be worse? Like, oh, dying God. or being held captive, like oh. in a basement? I mean, being held captive. Yeah, I guess because you have to endure that. I would for sure rather be dead. Then, especially not even just like being held captive in a basement, but being held captive for 30 years. Yeah. I just, I just listened to a, um, podcast there's one by the podcast network that's called um devious dads they just did like a bunch of them about like killer dads or, or like people that were crazy yeah and one of them was this guy who i had never heard of joseph something joseph gordon Fritzel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, the worst um does he have kids jordan jordan <laughs> <laughs> joseph gordon joseph <laughs> i said joseph joseph gordon levitt yeah Let's I don't know. See. I don't think he's. But Joseph Fritzel. Oh, yeah, that was his name. Joseph Fritzel. It came to me all at once. Um, he was a. Um, he kept his own daughter captive in the basement without anybody in the family knowing. Like he made like a whole second house. His fantasy was to have a 
I literally came, we can't even do a podcast on it because it's so dark. It actually is like very, it makes me sick to my stomach. He was raping his daughter for like years and he ended up impregnating her like six or seven times. And she was, her and all the kids were kept under the house for like 20 some years. How did the family not know that she just wasn't around. He, they thought that she, he made up this whole elaborate thing and was having her write letters, quote unquote, but from in the basement, and he would mail them back to the house. Mm. And he told everybody that she was in a cult. Oh. And that she had like gone out, and there was a couple of the kids that she had that like had health issues. He would pretend like she sent them um, back to the house, like left them at a doorstep, and then they would legally adopt the kids. Wow. But meanwhile, it was just because they like had health issues, so they couldn't be down there like not getting medical care. Yeah. And he wanted to pretend like he had this fantasy life Ew. in the basement with his other family, which was his daughter and technically all of his grandkids slash kids. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, it's disgusting. Why did I say all of that? Um, oh, being held captive for 20 years. Yeah. Like, I, oof, the idea of being stuck in a dark room for that long. And I always, like, I, I want to say that dying would be worse just for your family's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would be able to have closure, but not if it was a missing person's mm-hmm. case. But I always think of being held captive with the eventual freedom. Like I always think of it. I never think of the woman that's just kept for the entirety of her life. Mm -hmm. And she dies in the basement. Yeah, there's had to be a lot of them. That we've just never heard. Mm -hmm. Do you remember in that one in Ohio? I want to say it was Steubenville for some reason, but I have no idea. Um, Where those like three women went missing and they were just random missing persons cases in Ohio. And then... One of them, one of them had a baby down there and I think actually maybe two, I don't remember, but they, um, all three of them were found and they, like one of the girls ran out into the street randomly. He like accidentally left the door open one day after like 15 years Yes, and they like, I yes. also made up the number 15. I have no idea, but they came like running out and I they remember. all three got rescued. Yeah. I remember hearing that it was like his accident. Like he didn't mm-hmm. mean to leave the door unlocked or mm-hmm. something. Yep. And then he, like, I remember they, them saying he, like, came down the street to come home and he was confused as to whether so many cop cars and he pulled up and he was like, shit, they're at my house. Oh, gosh. What a trash. Yeah. And then I think he might have committed suicide. Oh. In yeah. prison, I think, after that. Um, going back to the Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> thing really quick. He is married to Tasha McCauley. Mm. And there she is. Oh, I've seen her. Yeah. She's pretty. Yeah. They're cute, but, but don't they don't have kids. I don't know. Well, this is all to say, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think he'd be a good dad. I wasn't oh, saying you're genius. No, he is. He he does have kids. Oh, he does. One is Jane Gordon. Why That's... is that a photo of him? <laughs> Jane looks a lot like him. <laughs> and then, oh wait. That's weird. Mm-hmm. No, those are his parents. Sorry. <laughs> That's why his last name is hyphenated. Mm. Jane Gordon and Dennis Levitt. We're having a hard time today. <laughs> yeah. It's later than we normally record. Yeah. <laughs> I was just okay. trying to well, this has been fun. Dad. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, we love you. <laughs> and um, Asia Degree, we also love you if you're hearing yeah. this. Oh, that's sad. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That's actually kind of insensitive. But <laughs> I'm sad about her. She's like 30. Or She's nine, and I don't know. You think that all children go to heaven? Yeah, I do too. Uh, granted, well, okay, 
we're not um, opening this jar. We can't go into a theological debate right now. Okay, I was just making sure we're on the same page. Like, Maddie, let's start another hour-long podcast just to talk about it. Oh, yeah. And in the deleted scenes, we talk about heaven and hell. (laughs) Yeah, we talk about eschatology. I actually don't know what that word means. Study of end time. Wow, thank you for being here. My encyclopedia. Terrifying. (laughs) Okay, well... Um, everybody have a have a good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. A good joke. That was a good one. That's stupid. <laughs> Bye. 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 Average and only.